Hello there, welcome to our very first ever mini review with 40 and 20 and the watch clicker. I'm sitting here with my good friend Will, the watch clicker. How's it going, everybody? How you doing, Will? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing really well, man. So what are we doing here? Well, first of all, it's good to be back. <laughs> so uh, a couple weeks ago when I was on the show, after we wrapped up, we were talking about uh, you know, some fun stuff that we could probably do with, you know, a podcast, you know, us or anybody else. And one thing we talked about was doing a, a mini review or an audio review of sorts and kind of using that as an adjunct or an add on to something that might be written or a video review. So seeing as you own the sector, the notice sector, and I have it in for review right now, we thought this would be uh, kind of a, a killer place to start because we can both look at the watch as we're talking about it and, uh, you know, share some thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I assume that this is going to be coming out on Monday, Monday following our uh, Thick Watch episode, 1420's Thick Watch episode. So I, I think to the extent that we might do these in the future, um, this would be kind of a midweek release for us, uh, for us midweek in our in our publishing cycle um and, and yeah you you kind of you brought this idea up and i thought man that sounds like just a ton of fun uh a ton of fun uh, a, a, a way to sort of do something a little different both for the people listening and and your people as well who don't get to hear your voice all that often yeah that's true uh pretty much anybody who reads the website is not going to hear my voice unless they tuned in a couple weeks ago Right. <laughs> so yeah, I've got my I, I I've got my notice sector in hand. Uh and, and you know, we get a lot of watches through here, Will, as I know you do as well. This is mm -hmm. one of the watches that I was inspired for for a number of reasons, but really one of the watches that I was inspired to put my money where my mouth is, as it were. Um a cool enough watch that I I sprung, which we don't do all that often. I mean, I can't buy all the watches I want to buy. Yeah, I think that's something that I mentioned uh, when I was on the episode was that there's a lot of watches that come in that, I, you know, I'm like, oh, man, I want to buy that. But first of all, my wallet doesn't allow that. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. There are some watches that come through where you have it for a little while and sometimes you get over that honeymoon phase while you have it in for review and you're like, okay, I'm fine sending it along to the next person. Right. Uh, but yeah, sometimes you don't want to let it go. And the only way to do that is to pick one up. You know, I, I liked this enough that when we had it, I was all, I mean, I was really sort of weighing the thought in my head of reaching out to Colin and saying, Hey, I just want to buy this from you. The the review model that you sent me, I just want to buy it from you. But I don't know. I thought maybe that would be awkward for them. But um, yeah, so you've had this thing now for a number of weeks. What what are your initial thoughts on this guy? So when this watch first came out, uh, I actually saw it before it released at Windup. Uh, I met up with Wes and Colin there uh, in New York. And I got to see it was the one that you have, the Black Dial Dive. And uh, I forget which field model it was. I want to say it was the Vapor, or it might have even been a dial color they didn't release. I, I, I don't remember. Um, but when I got my hands on it, it was uh, right before the Duality came out, I believe. And after handling Duality and then handling this, and it was real quick, I was like, hmm, 
not quite as not quite measuring up the duality, but having some time away from it. And then when it came back in for review, my initial thoughts, I think, changed quite a bit because uh, I I had a good amount of time with the duality where, you know, I, I fully kind of got the, the feeling of that watch and what it was meant to be. And this watch is something very different. Um, I don't know that Notice actually markets it this way, but I think it falls more into their slightly more affordable category, I guess you could sure. say. Sure. I think, and I think, I think it's that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's meant to suit a number of tastes because first of all, you have the dive and the sec, uh, the field. So for those who aren't familiar, uh, it's the same case and same proportions pretty much all around. Uh, the main difference is how the bezel is incorporated and the dial layout. So the dive is going to have, uh, it's got a 369 uh, numeral dial and everything's printed. Um, and then just regular, you know, markings uh, all the way around otherwise. And the field has one through 12 Arabic numerals all the way around. And each one comes in its own configuration in terms of dial colors. Uh, so there's, I think, three or four colors in each one. And uh, if I didn't mention it, the dive obviously has a, a dive bezel and the, the field has a fixed stainless steel bezel. Sure. So Notice is doing something nice there where they're kind of catering to a lot of different tastes. You know, if you like, you know, numerals on your dial all the way around, you can get that. If you want a dive bezel, you can get that. And there's a lot of colors. Um, it's a very colorful lineup, I guess you could say. Um, you know, we're Notice does this quite a bit, you know, but some other brands where they release uh, different dial colors, you know, you, you might get black and blue and maybe that's it. You right. know, this, this has some some outliers, you know, like a, a radiant green and a, a deep blue that they call tidal blue, I think, that is very reminiscent of the color of the ocean. Yeah, totally gorgeous. So they've, yeah, they, they've got some, uh, some nice colors. And the one that I have... Um, I forget the name of the color itself, but it's it's a sand colored dial. Uh, I want to say it's Laguna. Or I forget if that's the contrail, but it's very similar to the Laguna sand contrail uh, that had the texture. This does not have that texture. Yeah, no texture, but similar similar color. <clears throat> yep. And while I do like the dial color on this. Uh, I'm I'm curious to what it would have been like with that sandy dial. And I know it probably would have been difficult to accommodate because of how this dial is laid out, where you have the the step down from the middle, you know, to the outer ring of the dial that I don't know if the texture would have worked, but it, it's almost one of those things where I'd like to see it because the, the green shield has, I don't know if it's actually has a texture to it or if it's just the, the way that it's printed, but it does have a little bit of a, texture look right right not not quite sand like that like that um <clears throat> like that laguna but but something there's some some teeth there yep yep yeah. so you, you know i think it's an interesting thought you had said that this might be uh maybe an entry level we, we've talked to wes and cullen both about that um not quite in those terms but it seems to me that with the sector series right so not just the dive in the field but also eventually the pilot and the dress watch as well it seems to me like they're looking to have sort of a baseline um a baseline uh platform for you know i i think 
it wouldn't be unfair to call it a loss leader, perhaps, but something like that, you know, this sort of, uh, I, I know it, I love it, it feels good, but a way for, for people to continue to uh, click on the link and get to them and see what they have, you know, because, right, you, you had sort of compared this implicitly to the duality and thought, well, it's maybe not quite up to that level, right? I, I think that they want an opportunity to continue to shop uh, with the affordable, the true affordable folks, you know, folks that listen to our podcast are right there, you know, 400, you know, that's where we, that's where we live. Uh, so the opportunity to be able to get in the door and munch on and munch on something for that price it is a great opportunity, I think, for them. And as long as they stay there with these, they're going to have those customers who then someday say, gosh, you know, I, I love my sector dive. Maybe now I try a duality. Yeah, that brings up a good point, too. Uh, two things. If you look at like, you know, the larger brands, Seiko or you know Tiso, any of those guys, right? Um they have their models that are on the more affordable end, and then they have stuff that is, you know, stepping way high up. You know, Seiko has Grand Seiko and even high-end, you know, their high-end Seiko dive watches. Um, but they have things that you can get, you know, like the new uh, 5KX or 5 Sports, whatever they're calling it, um, you know, that can get you into the brand for not a lot of money. And there's a lot of other brands that do the same thing. And I think that's where, bringing my, my second point, that Notice is trying to go to, where they want they want to be a brand that is um you know known just outside of the micro brand world you know it's not just the instagram folks who know about them it's anybody who's into watches is going to know who notice is i think that's what they want and if you're going to have that sort of credibility in the marketplace uh, you're going to need to have that entry level price point for you know folks to get into well, why don't we talk about the watch itself a little bit? Um, because it's it's a pretty dynamic watch, uh, I, I think, for a number of reasons. But but just in terms of of size to begin with, right? Forty millimeters uh, on the diameter, twenty millimeters on the lug lug width. Uh, is that a forty eight? Am I remembering a forty eight millimeter lug to lug? Yeah, so I've got the specs up in front of me. So it's a uh, 38-millimeter case with 39 with the bezel. It's just under 13 thick, and it's 47 lug-to-lug. -lug. So those are pretty good you know, overall dimensions to fit a good amount of wrist. Even if you have a larger wrist and you don't wear 38, 39, that 47 lug-to-lug uh, -lug will still make it you know, feel comfortable on your wrist. That It's not going to feel small. And if you have a small wrist, it's not oversized either. Right. And it, the, the one thing that I think really turned me on to the sector after I got to actually play with it for a couple of days when I got the review piece in was not that notice has, in my opinion, has ever made a bad case, but this is one of their best cases in terms of how it's designed, how the lug slope, how it fits on your wrist, how the bracelet um, tapers off of it. I'm going to talk about something with the bracelet a little bit later, but I think that they just did a fantastic job of making this a very uniquely designed case in terms of how it looks when it's sitting on your wrist and comfort. Sure. It, it's, it's really well done. Um, and it, you know, that's, that's something that's, I think kind of difficult to do. And I think notice has, has done that very well, you know, 
they're not going to fit everybody's wrist, but their watches have always had some unique aspect to the case. And I think they've, I think they've done just a really great job with this watch in terms of the case. You know, and nothing feels like an afterthought either. When when we first got our review model of this thing in, uh, one of the things I noticed was sort of the, um, I, I, I discordant is the word that pops into into mind, but it's sort of, um, it, it it's it's not it's not the right word. But but when you look at the the lug transition, the transition from the case to the end link into the actual bracelet itself, it's not a um it's not a smooth transition right Mm -hmm. Uh, but but what it is is really well thought out uh or or at least that's how it occurs to me that transition is is special and copacetic without being you know it's almost like the smooth transition is uh is easy right they've done a not smooth transition here and it's executed really well. I think it's hard to pick up how well executed this is on pictures. Yeah, I'd agree. And I think it's because they have on the inside of the lugs that kind of inner bevel that they put on mm-hmm. and that the bevels on the, on the case just overall are, are really well done. They're very pronounced and you can't miss them. Um, the one thing that I would say, and I, I disagree with you just a little bit in terms of how the lugs go into the bracelet, I think I would have liked it to be just a little bit smoother. And the reason I say that is because the the duality's uh, case to bracelet transition was, I mean, it butter. It, it was so good and uh-huh. so smooth that not that this was jarring, you know, or anything, but it was it was a little bit different. And I think I would have liked it to just be a little bit smoother. It doesn't bother me, but... I think that's something that maybe could have just been designed a little bit differently. But with that said, uh, the way that the bracelet falls off the case onto your wrist, it, you, you forget all about that. And it's just super comfortable as soon as you put it on because you have that female end link. So you don't have it protruding past the lugs at all. And it the bracelet just articulates so nicely as it goes around your wrist that it it's just a pleasure to wear. It's really nice. And, and the bracelet, the bracelet's fantastic too. That H link bracelet, the clasp is really, is really well executed uh, in terms of comfort, which is the word I think you keep sort of coming back to in terms of comfort. Mm-hmm. It's top notch. Um, the, the, what with the clasp too. Um, I think this is the first time that notice has just used a, a double push button as opposed to a flip lock. I wish more brands would just use a push, a double push button because I think it slims it down. It makes it a little more streamlined on the wrist. I mean, I, you know, you gotta, you gotta just keep it slim and keep it comfortable on the wrist. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this recently, but, but I think that, um, less is more in, in a lot of instances. And I think with this application that that was a good decision, uh, you, you know, they're they're deliberate in some ways with this that that maybe are hard to notice, but 150 meters of water resistance is not an accidentally uh, achieved number, right? They were mm-hmm. that's the number that they wanted, and I and I love that aspect of this watch. This is a this is a desk diver. This is a skin diver. Yeah. This is a a beach watcher, a weekend watcher, a Mexico watch. This is not your Mariana trench watch. Uh, yep, but it's, yep, it's, exactly. it's actually practically, 
pragmatically designed for for guys like us. Yeah, and it, that brings up a good point about the skin diver. I think that Wes has even said that's kind of what they were going for with this. Um, so I think transitioning a little bit, because uh, I'd, I'd like to keep this short and kind of, you know, let people go read the written review too, you know? Sure. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit on a couple points that, because I didn't talk too much about the dial, but a couple things that I like and a couple little quibbles, I guess you could say, that I had. Um, so I, I think I've covered kind of the, the case and the bracelet and what I really like about that. Um, with the dial, I I love the layout. The 369, I think, looks really good. Um, I'd be interested to see what it would look like if the 3.6 and 9 on the uh, dive model were applied mm-hmm. or all the markers were applied. Um, I know that might up the cost a little bit, and I'm sure they're trying to keep that down, but be interesting to see if you took this design and added a little bit more depth to the dial, what it would look like. And maybe they tried that, maybe it didn't work. I'm not sure. Um, I love the date window. The circular cutout with the color match date wheel, I think, is fantastic. But what I don't like about it is the date is very small. It's almost too small to read. It's a, I've, I found myself like putting the watch right up to my eyeball to see the date. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so I, I, that's not a huge deal, but um, I, I like the way it's executed, even if the uh, the the numbers themselves are a little bit small. I like the accents uh, with the, the different colors that you get, depending on which dial color you get. I, I think maybe just on the dive models, you get a different color minute hand. Um, and on the dive model here, I love the DLC bezel. It doesn't have any numeral markings. So if you're using it to time something, you kind of have to pay attention to that white pip, you know, to see where you started. But I think it just looks really good and it adds some contrast. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, it, it, the I think the bezel is probably the coolest thing about this watch. It's just beautiful and rugged, but but without being uh, rugged for the sake of rugged. Yeah, absolutely. And the and the knurling, you know, we have we haven't gotten there, but the knurling all the way around. What you know, I I don't know that you'd call the the texture on the side of the bezel knurling, but uh, certainly that crown is knurled. Uh, the textures mm-hmm. on this thing are just really, really, they nailed it. Yeah, that brings up a good point, too, about the crown. It's it, For not being a huge watch, the size of the crown is really nice. I, I love big crowns. They're just easy to unscrew, easy to wind, easy to set the time. You don't have to worry about, you know, nipping your fingers up trying to get that thing unscrewed. Yeah, that that's totally right. Totally agreed. So well, I'll try and give... Uh, let me see if I can get it up to my mic here. I'll try and give some clicks of the bezel. Who knows if they'll come through? Yeah, yeah. But here, I, here gave, we'll, I gave a few turns. We'll we'll double up on that. <laughs> yeah, it's got a good sound. <laughs> well, a- any other points that you want to hit on this thing before we wrap this up? Well, I know that they're bringing it back in July because they're currently sold out. Yes, sir. Um, so if you go and read the review, or you listen to this, and you're interested in buying one, they are going to be back in July. Um, I don't know if they're going to introduce any more colors. I know that's something that they do when they reintroduce a watch. There's usually some more colors that come out, like they did with the uh, retrospect this month. So if you're looking to get one, um, I know they have a sign-up on their website because I'm looking at it right now. Uh, you can sign up and get notified if you're interested in one. You know, And, of course, keep an eye out on the used market. I'm sure these are 
easily in the low 300s, you know, if you're trying to pick one up used. Yeah, I think that's right. Right around 300 is where I've been seeing them. So, yep. All right. Well, Will, this has been a blast, man. Yeah, I had fun. Uh, we definitely need to do this again. I think it'd be interesting to try again with a watch that you don't have. And I have to sell it to you, I guess I could say. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to it. A- any ideas about what that next watch might be? Um, I probably got an Oris coming up. Uh, I've got the uh, it's the GMT timer. I think they call it. It's one of the Pro Pilot models. Um, that'll be one of the last watches that I'm reviewing, uh, probably in June. So maybe we could do one of one of those for June. Love it, man. All right, sounds well, good. Thanks for joining us. I'm I'm not going to do any outro music. I'm just going to go ahead and out us right now. <laughs>